The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit up the guys on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. College football. I know I've said that before. I love college football. I love stories. I love people. I love coaches. I love history. Uh, as far as injuries go, uh, Kels hypersent his knee today, so uh, we'll just see how he does um, going forward. Professor Taylor, if you're seeing this, please let me turn in my homework late because it's due tonight. I think it's 12, so it may already be 12. Hey, Riley, great game last night, man. It was so exciting. Congratulations to you and all your teammates, but you know, Wesley Williams and the other linemen who were in the class, they said they prepared ahead and did it ahead of time, so why didn't the quarterback? So no way, man. No extension. This one's walloped to center field. Back on it to Varus, and she's gone! Third home run for Altuve! A blast to straightaway center field as Altuve goes deep for the third time in the ballgame. The 0-2 pitch to Encarnacion Strand. Swinging a bouncing ball through the right side base hit. Here comes De La Cruz the plate. Here comes the throw. Not in time. Reds win it 7-6. Now the 3-2 swung on. A pop foul back here. Ow. Ow. Do you believe in that? Hour two, T-Row with the morning show. Sun is actually up. That's a good thing. Uh, Toby and TJ back with you. OU SMU, 5 o'clock Saturday night. OSU Arizona State at 9.30. TU at Washington, 4 o'clock. Rich Phillips, play-by-play voice for SMU, joining us 8.20 this morning. More on the Mustangs there. Um, Brent Venables on game day atmosphere coming up momentarily as well. want to remind you that our first King of the Mountain starts tomorrow. A lot of new listeners, uh, so need to explain to you how this works. First off, if you don't get in in week one, you don't get in to King of the Mountain. So either tomorrow Tomorrow between 6 and 9 or Friday between 6 and 9. You have to text in your picks between those hours. Otherwise, they get lost in all of the other shows. So we have to put rules down on this. TJ's a stickler, too. Don't think that if you text it at 9.01, it's going to be okay. He is a stickler. TJ, tell him you're a stickler. I'm a stickler. Um, He's your huckleberry, basically. You got a text in your pick. What you're what you're doing is a survivor contest, okay? You are picking an NFL team to win in week one. That's it. Spreads don't matter here. Just win the game. If they do, you advance to week two, but you cannot use that team again all year. 
and then everybody that advance, advances to week two will be the, do the same thing next week and so forth and so on until we have a champion. King of the Mountain, we've done it for years and years and years now. It's a fascinating thing. We have had uh, competitions that went all the way to the final week of the season, and we have had competitions that ended in week five because of all the upsets. So you never know. But what we do know is if you don't get in week one, you don't get in. You can't jump into this in week two. got to get every week right to be crowned the grand champion. At the end, we have a grand champion prize that may or may not be valued in the area of $1 million. Okay? So tomorrow between 6 and 9 or Friday between 6 and 9, text in your King of the Mountain pick. Make sure you put your name on it, too. You can't just send in Rams and TJ expect TJ to write down your phone number. Okay, you got to put your name on it, preferably first and last, or a nickname or something that differentiates you, so that we can keep track of of who makes all the picks each week. Okay, so I know that's some rules, but listen, we're gonna have hundreds of people participate. Okay, we got to put some rules down, or there's just it's just chaos. So you got to make your picks between 6 and 9. Got to put your name on it. And um, that's it. Here's your week one slate. Opening game of the season tomorrow night. Chiefs and Lions. TJ, no Travis Kelsey for the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. Did you see Josh Helmer's face yesterday in that meeting? Uh, I did. I did. White as a sheet. White as a sheet. Yeah. Could have been what Panic he normally looks in. like. I don't know. He's normally like that, yeah. Uh... Jags at Colts on Sunday. Falcons and Panthers in Atlanta. Bengals go to the Browns. Baker and the Bucks at the Vikings. Saints and Titans in Nolens. Niners at the Steelers. Cardinals at Commanders. Washington seven point favorite. That's pretty big. Texans at Baltimore. Baltimore a ten point favorite. That might be your biggest spread. Packers and Bears in Chicago. Broncos hosting the Raiders. Eagles visit the Pats. Chargers and Dolphins in L.A. Rams in Seattle. Giants and your Cowboys on Sunday night. Cowboys a three-and-a-half-point road favorite. Monday night game, Bills at Jets. First game for Aaron Rodgers in a Jets uniform. So the uh, the biggest spread on the board is the, uh, uh, let's see, Cardinals at the Commanders. Remember, no Kyler Murray. Washington. No, I'm sorry. Texans at Ravens is the 10-point spread. Ravens a 10-point favorite. So, again, if that's the one you like, you take the Ravens. If they win, you go to week two, but you can't pick the Ravens again all year. So you got to kind of strategically plan this thing, make your way through it. King of the Mountain. Do we have a sponsor we need to plug for this, Teach? Do we know yet? I do not know yet. All right. Very good. All right. Game day atmosphere. This was brought up by George Stoya yesterday at the press conference. I'm sure in part because of uh, Lindsey Street and the picture that he took. And, you know, we've talked about it. It didn't turn out like uh, a lot of people were thinking it was going to turn out on Saturday. It was not well populated. Maybe it'll be a blowout this or maybe it'll be a party this weekend because it's a night game. I don't know what it's going to be like, but that's why the question was brought up. He was asked, Brent was asked his impression on uh, game day atmosphere and how important that is for recruits and players. Well, having a good game day atmosphere makes a big impression, you know. Uh, 
most young men want to they want to play in a in a uh, an intense passionate environment and they're paying attention to everything so uh, once we got into the stadium it was fantastic there's a, a good group of people uh, that are always excited and eager to, to welcome us and uh, but it, everything does matter those recruits travel around the country we're not recruiting against you know uh, a mid uh, mid-america conference you know we're recruiting against the best of the best and so uh I th- you know that's always a perspective that a recruit's going to bring to the table tj i put this uh in the same category as the ou defensive line more information needed i'm not uh, gonna pass judgment after week one on the whole lindsey street thing um Let's see. Let's give it a. Let's give it another game or two. It could be, you know, after all the talk about it this week and the pictures and it being brought up in the press conference, it could be a party. It could be an absolute zoo out there this week. I don't know. More information needed. I think there was some initial disappointment because they did our idea and they changed the route, thinking, "Hey, we dropped the team off over here. They're going to go down Lindsay Street, and that's going to be awesome." And then there was nobody on Lindsay Street. So, uh, but that's it's week one. There was a lot of things working against it. Sounds like there's some things to be worked out as far as allowing people to drop off tailgates and things like that. It was hot, all those kind of things. So we got a five o'clock kick this week. Let's give everybody a redo and see what it looks like after a week two, and then and then maybe we can, you know, bring down a ruling on whether this thing is going to work or not. Fair. Yeah, and I think it's just an adjustment to a lot of people. Like we sure. we, we have to remember too. We live in this world where we're wrapped up in it 24-7, and we think everyone else is, and they're not. And there were probably a lot of people that are like, wait a minute, Lindsay Street, we can put a tent over there now? That had no clue, and, and, and you're right, and they'll, they'll figure out the parking, and they'll they figure out the drop-off. They've got jobs and lives They've and kids lives. and practices, they, they just and don't not follow it as close to us. Right, yeah, I mean. Um, Hard to imagine. It's, uh, you know, my brother uh, – we talked about, you know, when you have family members that don't watch sports and don't yeah. recognize, like – Wait a minute. This is all you do? Like, yeah, that's all I do. What's Lindsay Street? Yeah, what's Lindsay Street? Like, um, so, yeah, I think by the end of the year, we'll see that pick up and people will figure out a way to be able to uh, access it better. I think the school and kind of some of the original rulings that they put out of times of when you could set things up or mark spots will have to be adjusted, and I think all that Has will. any of that happened this week? I haven't seen any I haven't seen anything, anything official. No, I haven't seen anything come out official, but they, they need to. They need to adjust that and figure out because it is not easy if you're, one, if you're not allowing to set up until Saturday morning or late Friday night for an 11 a.m. kickoff, it makes it really difficult. Two, if there's not a drop-off point, it makes it almost impossible for that early of a kickoff. So yeah. a lot of that has to so be adjusted. So there's stuff working against them. What about for a 5 o'clock game? Would you still set up on a Friday night, or would you set up a Saturday morning? Um, You would want your spot, I would think how it used to be on Lindsay, where you could get it early Friday morning. Friday but, morning? Friday morning. But what was put out was that, well, out of – Respect for the students and the faculty and everybody that still uses that area on a Friday. We're, we're shifting it to this time. And I, I don't have that email in front of me to see what exactly the time was. But it used to be, like I said, my friends got there Friday morning, 5, 6 in the morning, whatever it was. 
sat there in their spot, waited for the time that they could mark it off. And I don't remember that that was. I want to say it was 8 or 9 a.m. And I, I could be off on that. But then they would mark their spot off and then they would leave and they'd go back to work or do whatever they were going to do. So, uh, and then it was there and ready for But then they would, wouldn't Saturday. They set up. Saturday they would set up. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Regardless so of the mark, game time. Mark their spot Friday, set up Saturday if it's. Uh... Regardless of game time, even on an 11 a.m. kickoff. Okay. But okay. the thing was, like I said, they had access to that parking lot. And right, if right, they right, don't right. have right. that, that's what's, that's what's making it strange over there right now. So, yeah. So, I'm ignorant to all this. The people that tailgate on the, the areas right around there, there's a parking garage there, I know. But that might not work for uh, what we're doing. So there, there are, there have been people that tailgate, you know, up and down by Headington, in that, you know, the the corner over there where the tailgate guys were, all that kind of stuff. Where right. are they parking? Are they in the garage or? Well, I think some of those areas, yeah, there's parking nearby, but there's some of those areas too. You just pull up and pull along the curb and unload. Oh, okay. Yeah, the street's not closed because off. the street's closed. Gotcha. Yeah, the street's not gotcha. closed off like it is over there on that stretch of Lindsay. So yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So I think that's right. what um, that rumor got floated out earlier this week that they were going to let you pull in there, unload. They'd pull the barricade back. You pull out and then go park. So that was the rumor. But I haven't seen anything official on that. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's just keep our ear to the ground and uh, we'll see see what it looks like this week. And uh, I got faith. Now, did our buddy who had a uh, hundred ideas for us ever email you yesterday with all his um, ideas to make the game day experience better? I looked through my emails this morning. I hadn't seen it as of yesterday, and if you did, and I thought it was junk mail and accidentally deleted it, then resend it. But <laughs> come on, dude. Um, I don't he see said, anything. He said uh, nobody will listen to him. Yeah, and he's got endless ideas on how to make game days better. Nothing in my inbox right now. No. And so we've encouraged him to give us his ideas. We're listening, and. Uh, He's got a platform. Uh, we just need you to, you know, back it up. Sounds like maybe maybe he's just blowing smoke, Teach. Hey, the bite off the top with the quarterback and the professor. Did you uh, did you follow that yesterday at all? Did you you know what that is? The Duke. Oh yeah, for the Duke win, and he asked for extra Riley time. Leonard. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did see that. Yesterday. I was pretty funny. Yeah, that I was, was pretty funny. He <laughs> said, "Your your other guys on your team planned ahead. You would think the quarterback would." <laughs> Oh, I gotta. I I think Riley Leonard messed up. I think he thought he was doing something cute. He did do something cute in the wake of the victory, and he put the professor in a no-win situation at that point. Sure, like if he just quietly goes to him in class, he's got a chance. Maybe if he's got a nice professor, I don't know. If he's got a football fan professor. Maybe the professor says, yeah, sure, whatever. Maybe not. I have no idea. But when you publicly do it like that, the academia world's all watching the guy now going, don't you dare. Don't you dare. Well, and this so, could be, maybe these two have a great relationship that it's kind of a give and take and they, you know, pull some jokes on one another and tease each other and perhaps there's a backstory we don't know about. But, yeah, you're right. At that point, yeah, he put him in a tough spot, and he's like, well, no, you don't get extended time. I would have to give all students extended time. They watch the game, so. Yeah. The whole faculty is now watching my response. There's no way I can give you an extension on this at this point. So That was pretty funny. Plus, it's Duke, right? You got you to gotta take the hard line at Duke. So. 718 <laughs> in the morning. Let's hit the text line when we come back. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line 405-651-3439. 
Working Man Wednesday on The Ref. We're the home of Sooner fans. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. T-Row in the Morning Show this hour brought to you by Hightower Clinical, bringing clinical trial opportunities to Oklahoma. No cost or insurance needed to participate. Medication provided for free. Patients are compensated for their time. Conveniently uh, located in uh, various metro locations. Coming soon to Ardmore. Hightower Clinical believes everyone should have access to new treatment options through clinical trial participation. You can go find out more information at HightowerClinical.com or call or text 405-831-5905. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Yeah, go ahead. I say nuke the duck pond and build a parking garage by the neighborhood north of Brooks. Build a district, then tear down the field house. 8,000 capacity done. Solved. Next topic, frat bro Mark. Okay. Um. Hmm. Hmm. There's a lot there. There's a lot there. As for a basketball arena for OU and and building the garage and all that kind of stuff there, you know, maybe feasible. Uh, obviously, a tremendous amount of money that you're talking about, completely tearing that down and building a new thing. Um, m- maybe that is a possibility. I don't know. I'd have to put a little more thinking into it and weigh it out. Again, doesn't solve your I-35 problem, doesn't do anything beyond build a new basketball arena for the city of Norman if this other thing is going to be uh, something that, you know, helps bring this city into the new century and all that kind of stuff, uh, then that doesn't uh, do that for it, obviously. But it's an interesting idea. Toby, you said it wrong. It's an ESPN Plus game. If you don't have ESPN Plus, just get tickets to the game. Okay, perfect. Uh, is there a reason the student section can't be striped too? Just makes me as strikes me as odd that it's not. Yeah, because that's not like assigned seating yes, there. Yes. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, that's not. That's, that's TJ said it perfectly. It's open seating in those multiple sections over there. So there's no way of knowing before they get to the game what section they're going to be sitting in. I mean, I you could try to tell kids like, well, you know you're going to be in an even, and you know you're going to be in an odd, so wear this. But then the kids like, well, this even section's a better seat. Why well, am not going not going to get there? And uh, I, I, I want to go sit by. I want to go sit by Phil. Oh, yeah, they're running back and forth like, oh, Sally's over here. Let's go sit by Sally. You know, right. yeah. So, um, that's, that's why. why. That's why. Uh, we need to smoke SMU for optics as much as anything. I feel like other SEC people are judging us similar to how a new girlfriend's friends judge you. Um, we need to uh, smoke SMU for the sake of having a good football team and trying to win a championship and all that kind of stuff. I couldn't care less about all of this I care what they think of me stuff. 
and I am a little bit disappointed in how many Sooner fans do. Like, I don't, I just, I think that maybe it's lost on a lot of Sooner fans where their place is in college football. Like, how big of a dog they are. Worried about impressing Ole Miss or Arkansas or South Carolina fans or something like that. Dude, you're Oklahoma. Let's make sure our hair's just right and our everything is just perfect so those people will like us. They're not going to like you. They're not going to like you. You're not supposed to, and you're not going to like them either. Not any more than you like the teams that are currently in your conference now. This is not a beauty pageant. So I don't know why people give a rip what the SEC thinks about them. They're going to think they're big, bad Oklahoma. That's what they're going to think. Now, some dweeb on Twitter may tweet something about, your school didn't win enough but games there's in your the answer 70s right or there, something though. like that. Uh, that's, that's I'm reality fighting with a guy on Twitter, and I need to be able to have a snappy comeback and say, hey, we beat SMU right. by 25. Take that on Twitter. Like, dude, grow up. But social media is reality for a lot of people. Well, quit it. <laughs> Join reality. I think you're talking to a different uh, – a much younger generation that that's well i'm talking to that younger world. generation yeah get over it that's not real life <laughs> i agree you, with you. you're the younger you. generation do some research on what oklahoma football is and then puff your chest out a little bit take some pride walk with some swagger ah yeah but i don't know man the vanderbilt fans may say something mean about me on the x Get over it. Uh, Sorry, T. I ranted there a little bit. Just curious when the Sooner baseball schedule will will be released. I know Ryan Gaines does a phenomenal job, and thanks to him, as well as our mm. hard-nosed and gritty players with the leadership of Skip and his crew, getting us to the tournament last year. Looking forward to an even better season and hopefully a run in Omaha in the spring of 24. It's from Rome and Shawnee. Oh, Teej, uh, is that usually a December thing? I wanted to say late November, but it might be December. I'm looking at when last year's. Uh, October 27th mm, is when it was released last earlier year. Earlier than I thought. I was thinking November, but. Um, the, the year before that, it was November. Okay. So we're looking at late fall, probably. October, November, somewhere in there. We know a little bit. Uh, we know they're going to Arlington to start the year. Um, I guess that's about all we know, isn't it? I'm trying to think. of. We know who they're – no, we don't know. They haven't announced their Big 12 opponents yet, have they? Not in that sport, no. Yeah. No. I guess we don't know much. We know they're going to Arlington to start the year. I'm trying to remember if anything beyond that's been announced. But, okay, there you go. October, November. Somewhere. Someone verifying here we were correct. It is just the water sports that – they would be in play for, but still cool. <laughs> okay. Still cool. Um, plot twist. The Young Athletic Center is now the new home of Sooner Basketball. Um, yeah, they do that. Be... Men and women could play at the same time. They got multiple yeah, courts in there. Simultaneous games. <laughs> Along with like youth sports. Be cool. Let's have a men's game on one court. Women's gymnastics on another, men's gymnastics on the next one, and then the women's game on the fourth one. All at the same time. All at the same time. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Uh, Toby, do you know why the stadium announcer now says first down Oklahoma instead of first down Sooners? I don't know. I didn't know that happened. <laughs> I didn't notice that either. 
I do know when he says Boomer, but I don't know about the I didn't, first I didn't down Oklahoma or first down Sooners. I didn't pay that close. I attention. did get I did get my favorite text uh, this weekend. Uh, in the middle of the game, I got a, hey, would you please go tell the TV guys, dot, dot, dot. Chico in Philly. Coach Mack in Tulsa. Whoever this is. Jason M. I am not taking your King of a Mountain picks right now, okay? All of you send in your picks suddenly. Stop it. How much clearer could I have been on how this thing works? Uh, Trevor something. You have to send Trevor, your picks. No. You have to send your picks between 6 and 9, Thursday or Friday. Today's Wednesday. It's Wednesday, people. If you send it in today, it doesn't count. 6 and 9, Thursday and Friday. Uh, Lindsay, uh, I'll pull this call o- car over and stop the whole show. <laughs> we'll uh, cancel it for everybody. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Keep sending them in. Uh, regarding, uh, Lindsay Street, the previous administration declared war on tailgaters around 2007. It wasn't that early. It was after 2010, but, um, declared war on the tailgaters. We'll take a few years to get it back to what it was, but have faith. It will be elite again. I agree with that. Yeah. I I, I agree. I agree. It'll be elite. I agree. Lindsay Street's going to be the way we want Lindsay Street to be. I don't know anything about the declaring war. I'm I'm just not in the tailgating world. I don't I don't know what happened. I don't know what people got mad about. I don't know. It doesn't make any like I I don't understand the well. You didn't let me do this, so I'm not going to do that. And I'm mad at you over what happened in 14 years ago. <sighs> that makes me have a migraine headache. I just like do what you want to do. I I don't care. Tailgate wherever you want to tailgate. Do it at home. Do it whatever. This whole, you told me I can't, so I'm going to take it. I'm going to, oh, my gosh. we got a lot of growing up to do. Well, they well they were told you can no longer do it here. So even if right. they wanted to, they couldn't. So I think that was well, what they were angry about. Okay, but when did you say this was? It was after Bronx was born because we still had that corner when Bronx was like two or three. So I would and say they built the new they built the new things. I'd over say there. about fourteen or fifteen, not two thousand seven. I don't think. It was and that now long they're ago. inviting people back. Yeah. A different administration, different time. Things have changed. They're inviting people back. So yeah, I mean, I think that person was, was don't a, if you don't want to come there, don't go there. No, go I think somewhere that person else. was agreeing just, and saying what you said and said. Uh, I think people were angry. But no, they'll realize. I'm not mad at that there. person. Yeah. I've just heard that narrative. Oh, I got you. Like, well, you, you told me you couldn't go there, so I'll show you. Okay. <laughs> this Delightful. person just wants to know when they're going to change Lindsay to Switzer and Jenkins to Wilkinson as far as the street names. They say, let's this go. This week. We're going to do it this Saturday. Yeah. Just change the names. Yeah, we're going to do everything everybody wants Saturday. Uh, Tennessee grad here. It could take a, it could, uh, it could a set. Tennessee grad here. I'm Sounds gonna read like this. it. I mean, yeah, I'm going to read this how it is. <laughs> Tennessee grad here. It could a 7 p.m. kick here in Knoxville, and folks would start tailgating 8 a.m. Friday mornings. That's exactly how that reads. Yeah. <laughs> so they're saying, doesn't matter the time, they would already be tailgating at 8 a.m. on Friday mornings. I would say that in general, not with every school, but with certainly with Tennessee, LSU, most schools in that conference, there is a 
Never mind. What's next, Teach? <laughs> TJ, you sound great today. Top level voice. Have an awesome day. Signed, Dr. Awesome. Wow. Hmm. Thank you, Dr. Awesome. A new, new texture to the show. I don't know what I did uh, differently than before. I think they've texted him before. This is the first time they've signed their name as Dr. Awesome. So this is new here. Um, I don't have a top-level voice, but I appreciate you saying that. You sound great today, though. I guess. Maybe. He's saying I do. Yep. Maybe it's One because more, I've yelled a little bit a more. Uh, let's see. Duke is a basketball school. Only hoopsters get to skate by, is what this texture says. Yeah, there's no doubt. If it was a basketball player, they totally would have. That's, that's exactly right. Turn it in whenever you want, bud. 7.35, quick break. We'll be back. T-Row in the morning show on a Wednesday. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. TJ, the um, college football playoff banner at Amon G. Carter Stadium. You okay with that or no? Um, you know what I'm talking about? Did they put one up for having a playoff yeah, appearance they, last they, year? They unveiled it Saturday. It says uh, 2023 college football playoff. It's a big – it's not a banner. It's a. It, it's on the press box, you know. Isn't that the same thing as teams hanging a Final Four banner? Well, that's what I think, but they're getting a lot of criticism for it. I, I think it's a shifting world, and now it's, you know. Like, we haven't done that. We haven't put anything up that says. Right. I, I Yeah. Four college football playoffs or whatever we've. But I see it no different as that, you know, because OU has a Final Four banner up even though they got whipped. Why did you have to say it like that? But I'm just saying, that, like, it was an embarrassing loss, but they were still proud to get to the Final Four, so they sure. hang the Final Four banner. Everybody hangs Final Four Sure, banners. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so isn't this the same thing now? I, I, would I wouldn't do it with so. a 12-team, but when it was four teams, I see I, that. I would do it with a 12-team. I mean, if you get to the college football playoff, it's a – prestigious thing now i not maybe not at ou like i I would recognize it somehow like getting to a college football playoffs is going to be a cool deal like even if it's i don't know even if it's in a smaller way than this i don't know why i just i don't understand why there's a whole lot of participation trophy things being thrown around by this but i just don't see how it's any different than like, TCU getting to the college football playoff is a really big deal. It is a big deal, especially to the national title game. Yeah. So, yeah, I see it as similar. Like, I realize the the Final Four is you have worked your way through a tournament and won games to get to that point. But, I mean, that's what TCU did last year as well. You had an you, you cannot get to a playoff without having an amazing season. A, so An amazing season. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I'd be interested to know if there's some. So if Duke's got Final with. Four banners, which I know they do, and of course they, they didn't win the Final Four and win the national championship, it's the same thing. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Unless OSU does it, then it's silly. What are you doing? <laughs> well, I mean, it's different than UCF declaring themselves national champions. <laughs> or Oklahoma State <laughs> saying they won the 1945 45 title. title. Yeah. Uh, a couple of big commits yesterday. Uh, softball got uh, got a go boomer from Patty, 
would they pick up like the number one pitcher in America? I think yesterday. I was so confused yesterday by how many people were uh, uh, Mark was throwing out. Well, they had the number one, number two, number three, number four, number thirteen. Like, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, uh, Patty can recruit, and guess what? She gets the top players. So that's right. That's amazing, right. amazing. And men's basketball got another top one hundred recruit. How about that guy. That's five now in three years for Porter. He's putting together a squad, Tej. I know the pressure's on him this year, but that's five top 100 guys in three years, and and there could be some more coming. That's pretty big time. This guy's name, I wish I could tell you what it is. Maybe TJ can. I cannot wait. This is fantastic, TJ. Cool. What was it, Cool Attack? Yes. Or the, we think that's how it's said. We think that might be how it, we've been told that's how it's pronounced. Yes. Yeah. Say it again. Cool Attack. Attack and it, what is it? K U O L or K O U L? Yes, one of those. One of those. <laughs> Hopefully, the O is before the U. That'd be awesome, but I don't think that's it. I don't think it is, and it's not O U. Now that you say that, yeah, it's K U O L. Cool attack. Yeah, A T A. Probably a talk, but we're gonna say attack. We're going attack, baby. Sounds better. So uh, anyway, congratulations to. Uh, both of them. Don't forget, coming up at 8.20, Rich Phillips, SMU play-by-play voice, going to join us to talk a little more about the Mustangs. And uh, we're supposed to get a call from Thailand coming up here at 8.05 from our buddy uh, Newt. He's down there with Brady's brother, I think, or down or over, cross, whatever direction Thailand is from here. I think it's down and over. I think that's right. It is a fascinating week uh, across college football beyond just what's happening here in Norman, Alabama, and Texas. I, I, I've i been trying to talk myself out of taking Alabama for my lock this week, TJ. I just I cannot fathom any way this is not a blowout. And I know I hate Texas, and I'm trying not to be – I'm trying not to be influenced by my hate for Texas. But I just – I think they're going to rout him, man. I think it's going to just – I think they're going to smoke them. 21-plus, I think. I, I'm with you, and the it seems too easy. That's probably why I'm going to stay away from it. I don't think there is such a thing with Alabama. You may be right. You, you may be right, and, and it's how I'm feeling, so I guess we may both be right. Like I picked Texas you... in that game last year, and – uh, you're one year removed where Texas is more experienced, supposedly, and um, I don't feel like it's going to be a game at all. I'm going to give you a couple of upsets I'm hunching on. Uh, I am um, – I think Baylor's got a shot. I agree. I've had my eye on that one. I think Baylor's got a bounce-back shot. I think Texas Tech's got a bounce-back shot on Saturday. Both of them are like six- or seven-point home dogs – coming off very disappointing losses. I think it's been a long week in Waco. It's been a long week in Lubbock. I think both of those teams are going to play with a whole lot of heart and passion this week. Utah's good and Oregon's good. So I might be crazy about that. And I might not pick it, but um, I don't know. It's kind of one of those things where Baylor looks so bad that I think everybody's going the other way, and you know how college football is, man. I, I There's a chance Oklahoma State looks a lot better, too. 
And now they're a favorite out there at Arizona State. I don't know. But I, re- I just remember a couple of years ago, maybe it was even last year, they looked really ugly in their opener, and we all hated on them. And then they came back and, and made us all look like fools the next few weeks. So I'm a little hesitant to say, despite the fact OSU looked so bad in week one, that they're not any good. I think they got big-time quarterback issues. So maybe that trumps everything. I don't know. But definitely Tech and Baylor have my attention this week, TJ. Potential upset picks there. There's one involving an opponent for OU last year, too, that I've got my eye on. So, Hmm. Not a Big 12 opponent? Nope. Nope. So who is it? Uh, that Tulane Ole Miss game. Boy, you love Tulane this year, don't you? Is this going to be the way it is? I didn't pick my games last all week. All Tulane all the time for I'm you? not going to pick my games this week. I'm saying what I'm looking at. Like, Is your chair- son working for Tulane now? Uh, the chairman is fond, if you go back uh, the last couple of years, I-, I think he's fond of East Carolina and Tulane in this contest, <laughs> and it's worked out for him more times Why? than not. I don't know. He just even last Saturday he said It ooh. is a cool logo. They got a cool logo. Yeah, last week he said, uh East Carolina and he goes, Ooh, those are my guys for uh the contest. They didn't look too good. I don't know. Those two schools have been good for him and he's picked them a lot in different you be it lock or upset specials. So He's a big AAC guy? I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> this is bad news for OU baseball on down the line. We're gonna we're gonna end up with um, <laughs> Bronx committing to uh, some American Athletic Conference program, and we're going to – this has always been I, my dream, to play in the AAC. Uh, if he's good enough to play there, then you know, go for it, kid. Go for it. I don't care what conference it's in if he's good enough to play somewhere. Yeah. Oh, they got Ole Miss. Yes. The game is in Nolens, and Ole Miss is favored by seven and a half. Correct. So same situation. You got the home dog mm-hmm. there, mm-hmm. Tulane. So. He likes those right. two. He likes the home dogs. He so. likes a good home dog. He does. Okay. Seven forty nine. We'll be back. T Row in the morning show rolls on on a Wednesday next. Bleed crimson. Love great sooner talk. Join the ref army by downloading our free app. Toby and TJ, Plank and Josh, Steelman and Thune, and Teddy and Tyler. We have the sooner experts. The ref is home to sooner fans worldwide. Never mind, just saw the uh, little guy in the gray shirt pick Tulane as his upset special. That will not be my selection or the chairman's this week. This hour brought to you by Hightower Clinical. Well, he's terrible at this. Just absolutely terrible. Uh, bringing clinical trial opportunities to Oklahoma. Hightowerclinical.com. Call or text 405-831-5905. He did lock uh, which I didn't think was a bad pick at the time, but looking back now, I'm like, you Turns idiot. It was. You it was. idiot. Uh, Meyer Chevrolet text line. Uh, Toby gets spicy discussing tailgating, and it's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, it's not, t- it's just the constant complaining wears on me. And I assume we are not alone in this. I assume it's like this. Oh, it's everywhere. Yeah, this isn't just an Oklahoma thing. This is not an OU thing. But as soon as football season starts, it is just a stream of whatever. So, yeah, it's not a a tailgating thing. I just – 
Tailgating is interesting to me, as I've mentioned many times. Never been a part of my life. I don't. I, it's not a deal to me. Probably never will be a deal to me. But I know it is to a lot of people, so I'm, I'm always intrigued by it. The, the concept is fascinating to someone who doesn't necessarily thrive in social situations, TJ. But, uh, but it's, it's cool that so many people do and love it and all that kind of stuff. So I'm, just, I'm, I'm fascinated by it. TJ, is people Toby okay? really angry. People he seems really a little angry. grumpy this morning. No, you people do this to him. He just answered the question before I read it. Uh, football season makes him angry. <laughs> you guys, yeah, you guys won't quit, quit complaining about everything uh, week in and week out. You know he gets this way. Uh, Mondays Thank he's you. usually okay. By Tuesdays he's uh, upset and grumpy. And then by Wednesday he's just had enough of all of you. So leave him yep. alone. Uh and we won 73 nothing. Funny frat bro, bro Mark. I'm not putting your pick down. You want to get me angry now? Uh sorry driving down the highway when I made my pick didn't hear the Thursday part. Well, now you've heard it, okay? Now you've heard it. <laughs> Sounds like Toby needs a snack and a nap this morning. Boo pig suey. <laughs> Always need a snack and a nap. That's accurate. Always. Uh, this one's got your back. Fitty in Yukon uh, says, Preach, Toby! When and everything else takes care of itself. Mm. We've done a lot of winning around here, and the complaining's never stopped. So, <laughs> Probably won more than any athletic department in America the Maybe last Maybe he's meaning your reputation amongst other uh, SEC schools. Oh, I got you. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I care a lot about what they think about me, Teach. You know that. Well, I want him to. When we you walk should. into the first, you should. When we walk into the first SEC broadcasters dinner. I want to make sure everybody likes me there. So, eight o'clock, we'll be back.